guys welcome back to a cheeky little special on the trick way with great gamer and myself mr trev um we haven't done one of these in a while because star trek's been very consistent great hasn't it like week on week on yeah. from picard and uh prodigy pretty much was before that as well so we haven't had much of a chance to breathe however this is last episode was so good like literally the best I've certainly ever seen in Star Trek history, yeah. and I've still got a finale to go, which blows my mind. We saw the teaser trailer, which we couldn't talk about last time; they hadn't put it up yet. Uh, right. And we're going to talk about that the now briefly. It'll be way way shorter this video. Um, mm-hmm. Just what we saw, our thoughts, and what we maybe think is going to happen in the finale, Grace. So, um, do you want to tell the people very briefly from? the trailer clip we saw because considering it is technically Grey's Corner um, what happened in it and we can maybe break it down a little bit mate yeah I mean basically it was a short trailer I guess it gets tough to do a sneak peek trailer because you don't really want to tell people everything Yeah, yeah. but apparently it kind of picks up pretty much where the last one left off, last episode left off and uh, they're basically had got taken as you saw the episode they took the D out which looked great and this clip shows uh, them all talking about what's going on uh, at Earth. So apparently uh, they took off and flew straight to Earth like you saw at the end of the other episode, a previous episode. So they're at Earth now. And then they're sitting there going like, uh-oh, what's going on? Apparently in the clip, it says that the armada that's now been taken off, taken off uh, over by the Borg uh, apparently has eliminated all the Earth-based defenses, space-based defenses. Yeah. So they're down. Uh, they did say that the space stations or the space docks were holding yeah. them off for now, which I was glad to see because you can't just like fold all of a sudden and you're like done. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought the, the, the space based defenses would be a little stronger, but I do know the space docks are powerful. Solid. Yeah, MFs. They're like really. Yeah. You know, you ain't taking one of those down all that simply, even, even with an armada. Yeah, uh, and you can imagine the defenses on them. I mean, you talk about like a phaser, maybe this big. They're turrets. They're literally they're turrets. Big. They're turrets and yeah. phaser strips and everything. But at the same time, obviously, like they said in the clip, they're not going to be able to hold up forever. Yeah. Um, there's some other things they meant they mentioned in there that they put out the all hail uh, or Starfleet ships put up that could anyway put out the all hail and the commute. And then they, and they mentioned, it was kind of funny. They mentioned that normal commuter or consumer, consumer, not a commuter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, civilians were yeah. putting out the APB too, uh, but they weren't, they weren't answering. Nobody was answering, which I want to see more of the episode because, well, let's, let's, let's roll it back a little bit and start back at the beginning. So you tell me what you think, but I thought the shots of the enterprise D looked fabulous when it, when it arrived <laughs> Uh, they show like an outside shot and they pan around and you see the end. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, yeah. the, the old fat boy, as we call it, never looks so good. <laughs> uh, yes. And I, and, I say, and I say that lovingly because it is, come on, it is a fat boy compared to the other ones. But that doesn't take any, any, any grandeur off of the Enterprise. The Enterprise is the Enterprise. The Enterprise is a character. The Enterprise could be the most important character. Uh, it's core, it's kind of like 
the Enterprise's ship is symbiotic with the crew that we know. One can't exist without the other. It's a lead character. Exactly. Yeah. So it was beautiful seeing that. And now they have the advantage of being, you know, everything's like full 4K from the scratch. And, you know, and, and they get to do the model, you know, properly or whatever you want to call it. Not that yeah. it didn't look good in the series. Not that it didn't look good in the remastering. But boy, this thing looks looks pretty. Yeah. Really yeah. does, and and this is a massive freaking ship. This is not a small ship. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's you know. So like, we, we, of course, we'll, yeah, we'll break it down. But just to finish off that bit that Grace said there before we do break it down, they are literally they, they get a, a, a they, ping, they ping the Borg essentially in the solar system because we didn't know mm. where they were. And Jack seemed to get there pretty quickly. It turns out they're in bloody Jupiter, and I would be surprised yeah. if they're actually hiding inside the big red spot that we always see there, which is kind of cool. <laughs> it looks like it because they literally, you know, now you, yeah. Because now that you mentioned it, when we saw the scenes of Jack, it looked like sort it. of seeing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go, there you go. Um, they're probably hiding in there. Uh, Jean Luc goes right, get there, maximum warp. I mean, literally, that's maximum warp for a second or two, and you're there because it's the same solar system. Um, yeah. And the Enterprise, as soon as the thing is right, I thought we weren't going to see any any Enterprise D shots in this. I thought they were saving yeah. it. I thought use our Starship teases, but it hits warp, comes out of warp, and then for a couple of seconds, like nothing's there, and then bang, it's right in your camera, like right in your view. Yeah. You're like, wow, okay, that's how you make an entrance, Terry. Um, and then like, and then I just love these panning shots. They don't yeah. do that often enough. Yeah. Because the panning shots are so more are more effective than you think. Because who wants to see, just go this way, go that way, go this way, go yeah. that way? I mean, come on, man! Just like it's they're know. they're expensive. Terry knows what we want because Terry is us. Uh, well, maybe not exactly us, poor man, but he's similar to us. So he he's given us what we want—the candy, the eye candy. Uh, yeah. And Grace says there, the shots are brilliant and. You know, HD, 4K, it's a lot better than it was before, and it looks stunning. And literally, then the camera pans from the back, uh, and you see the Enterprise-D just heading towards Jupiter. Yeah, see the, the yeah, big the red eye. And you see the 1701-D, big as hell. Like that. It's, it's, it's great. It's, so, right, okay, so we'll go to start to the, tra- the, the, the beginning of the trailer then, uh, great, or the teaser trailer, mm-hmm. and the first thing that they said that threw me off, that... We're going to nitpick. I mean, I love it, but I'm going to nitpick because it's, it's part of who we are. Uh, the first thing we see, which confuses me, was uh, sending out a hail for help. Mm. Who's sending out the hail? The whole bloody fleet's been taken over, right? Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. it's a bit of civilians. If civilians are doing it, I understand that because uh, transport ships and whatnot are trying to get help and they're not linked in and they maybe don't know what's going on. The second thing uh, I want to nitpick at and I'm curious about is... Uh, Earth's defences are taken over already, but the the space station is still as, there. Yeah. Right now, now that this is a famous space station, it's been there since the beginning of Star Trek folklore. It's been added to, which is fine. That's natural evolution. Um, mm. And I'm not nitpicking that it, it's still standing because what a lot of people are not aware, and I think Gray and I are aware of this. These things are tanks. When Gray said they are solid, they are. They're supposed to design. They're designed to stand up for at least a little while against a fleet of ships. That's the whole point of them. So they have got some of the things I know they've got. They've got secondary shield, shields, secondary shields. They've got a blade of armor. 
They've got armor on top of armor. Uh, they have got power sources, secondary power sources. They have got latest state-of-the-art sensors, communications. They have ornaments of uh, phaser turrets, phaser banks, uh, mm-hmm. pulse phasers, you name it. Any technology you've seen it's got, it'll probably have photon torpedoes standard. I wouldn't be surprised if it'll probably have quantums as well. So this thing, even if you get through the shields, is going to take a pounding for a while. I just see the size of this fleet, Gray. This fleet is yeah. huge. I mean, I, there's probably over 100 ships in it, probably a couple of hundred ships, just a quick guess. Some of them state-of-the-art ships, and it's still right. standing, even with what it's designed to be as far-fetched. I'm not complaining. I'm just thinking it's, it's a bit much, mate. And what's your thoughts? Well, I think the first part with the hailing, uh, you know, Starfleet hailing everybody to come help or whatever, um, I think that goes back to what you and I talked about in an episode or two previous. And we had said that, you know, every ship is supposed to gather for Frontier Day. Uh, but we both talked about how that could be a generalization. Because it could take a year to uh, get from one side of the galaxy to the other. Exactly. So there's got to be, even if it's only, I don't know, 20% of the fleet or 20, right. Or 25% of the fleet is still wherever. yeah. yeah. They're out there. They're there. So they're hail. They're sending out the hails. I guess I'm assuming. Yeah. Um. Or whatever. Now the question would be that, and maybe we'll see this in the episode. And remember, we're we're being very subjective because all we saw was a minute and a half clip. And Terry's good at so it's, hiding things. Right. So it's just fun for us to speculate because it's cool. Yeah. So if that's true, and they're sending out hails, then you would think that means that well, there's a lot of pe- people that are part of the Federation. You know the Vulcans yeah, and, that's and true, mate. Yes. everybody else. And they they would probably, as much as they could, come to the rescue. And they have not been through the whole assimilation thing, so they're not part of the Borg. They can't become part of the Borg. So I'm almost thinking that at some point, it would seem like someone's got to come to the aid, whether it be the Vulcans or you know Klingons or several others. Someone yep. has to. Especially the Klingons, when you think about it, especially you know with Worf being involved, yep. you know or whatever. So, I don't see how you can't have some of these other planets send their forces over at some point. I mean, it's going to happen, you know, somewhere. Oh, mate. Okay. Um, and the and the, the the space dock. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, the space dock. I, I mean, there's more than one space dock, so it's not like there's. Is just there one. though? We only see one, and it's it's the default one for Earth. There might be more, but. Did they, do, did they I, say I, space I, stations or just one? Can't remember. I, you know, that's a good question. I don't know if he's. I don't remember. I have to go back and look at the clip whether he used plural or singular. Mm. Um, but I would think that there's more than one space dock. I mean, or and or slash space station. So in other words, you would have these massive stations and or docks that are spread around the planet, or mm. you know, because. Because otherwise, why would the Borg be attacking just one space dock? Yeah, they want to kill Starfleet people. I get it. But then I would just say, well, forget the space dock. We'll just move away from it and just pay attention to taking over the planet. Mm-hmm. And the, and they can't do anything about it, supposedly. Yeah. So I'm guessing that the space docks are spread apart at decent enough distances that you're going to have to deal with them, you know, one, one way or the other. Yeah. So we, we don't know whether the Borg is sending part of the fleet off to other space stations and other space stocks and, and the reason i say that is because they're not going to show that really in these episodes because it'd be expensive <laughs> oh yeah 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 
So you just kind of like, you got to have some, what they call poetic license here and just kind of figure out that's kind of like what's happening. Yeah. It's almost like a, a book, right? You read a book and you, the book will go into more detail about what that situation is. You can't put it all on the screen. It's yeah. Just, it's just, yeah. True. So True. that's kind of what I'm thinking, generally speaking, is going okay. on. But but what we did get revealed in a way, I guess, is that, well, when you first see that, you kind of like go, well, what are we going to do now? If we fight against all of the Starfleet ships, then we're going to be killing off all our friends and family, which is going to be really difficult. I was going to talk like... about that, Gray, actually. Yes. What do we do? Suppress them for a while or actually try to take them out? Because many people could die and will die. Exactly. And they're and they're taking over and they're taking they they want to take you out. So it's kind of like that's what I like about the writing, because now you're in an extreme emotional quandary here. Why is the space you not know? taking over? Why? Uh, that's true. I maybe because I thought the fleet made more sense. You know, you you want the firepower true. of a fleet as opposed to a dock. But that's a good question. Yeah. I mean Terry, I, but that's Terry, my thing. Fix it in one line. Fix it in one line next next episode. Right. One line. But but think about it, infiltrating a space dock like that to that extent, because the thing is huge. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about taking like an entire city of Los Angeles or something and putting it up into space. Yeah, they're huge. They're like they're like skyscrapers of one right. top skyscrapers. So it it would make sense to me, like, well, the Borg has to take has to infiltrate. What's the easiest way? Infiltrate through the ships and work your way in, or try to go for a space dock. You ain't going for a space dock because you're gonna you're gonna know right away. Yeah. Perfect. You know something's goofy. Um, that, I mean, that's, I think that's a logic, relative logic anyway. Um, but anyway, so now that we know the Borg have to control their puppets, so to speak, cause it's kind of like, that's what they are. Yeah. Uh, cause they're not full Borg. Um, they have to be controlled from somewhere. So immediately Picard in the clip knows this and goes, there's no way that these guys aren't following orders from a Borg somewhere. And as soon as he says that data's like right on it, you know, he's like right on it, captain. And he figures out that he, he, he pings him. Ship over him. Jupiter. Yep. Now, I thought maybe maybe we were going to see in the clip a little shot of the board ship somewhere, but we well, didn't see that. So I guess that'll come later. So, Gray, you make... Well, here's a couple of things that I think are going to happen. And, of course, your thoughts are welcome. Um, yeah. Obviously, Fat Boy. I, I can't believe I called <laughs> it that. That's what he calls it. He, we both love this. Lovingly, lovingly. Lovingly. Yeah, let's just go Enterprise D. It's the Enterprise. We don't want. She never looked so bold and big before, though. Um, yeah, fat boy. Herself. You know, size matters, right? So yeah. Well, this is it. <laughs> uh, this is why I don't have a starship. Um, so this Enterprise D doesn't stand a chance against the fleet, so they won't even bother trying taking them on. It goes without saying. So they're literally, as Riker said in the last episode, they're going to have to poke, poke and prod, run away, hide, sneak attacks. <laughs> whatever you, you need to do. So they're obviously mm. seen from a distance how big this armada is and like, shit, we're not going to be able to do anything. And then obviously that's when Data picks up the signal from the Borg. They head there. They're hiding in there. I think it's just one cube that's left and, and it's bashed up, man. I genuinely think there's that little yeah. left of them and they've got no drones left. It's actually bare bones Borg, which is fascinating to see. They've never been so weak. Um, and they've well, got... And I think it's more, and I, I don't know if we're going to find out as we go along, but it, it seems to sound more like a splinter group because it's hard for me to believe that this is all that's left of the Borg. They I get mean, bashed up in Endgame. They get massively bashed up, mate. You know, I agree, but it's the been virus. like 30-something years. I mean, they're not, you know, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. 
I, I don't have a problem either way. I just kind of think that this is more more of a splinter group off Not from... again. Girati done that. No, mate. Maybe. No. Okay. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, no, of course. I think it's going to go one of two ways, or both, actually. First thing is, they can't take on that Armada the D, so they... The, the, I reckon the Enterprise D can take on that Borg cube. I wouldn't say easily, yeah. because when they're both at full strength, your cube just pisses all over it. But it's not far from full strength, so I reckon the D not being at full strength either, it might be an even match, and that's capable of taking on a cube. However... They're going to obviously try and get in amongst Jack and the Borg Queen and find out what's going on here. Because uh, they don't fully know what's going on with Jack yet. And we haven't seen Jack yeah. in the... Did we see Jack in the last episode? No. Um, yes. Is that when he got assimilated? Last, last episode? episode? Yeah, he Last did. episode was just... Yeah, when he got yeah. to but the pa- neck. <laughs> that was, we didn't, we, I thought we would revisit him again by the end of the episode, but we're not. So we'll see him, obviously, in the, the finale. And then it'll be a showdown yeah. between the D and the Cube. And or, here's what I think will happen on top of that, Gray. I want your thoughts. The D can't take on the fleet, but if those uh, emergency hails get out for help and the Vulcans and the Klingons come and there's combined fleets again and the D is right. spearheading it, you know, maybe they've got Jack back, but uh, the, 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 the link hasn't been broken because the Queen's maintaining it or whatever. Uh, they then take their allies with them and they just go and smash... Uh, the Borg the best they can without okay. killing the, the, the crew on the other ships and whatnot. So, I mean, okay. do you think any of that's plausible? I mean, I, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I would rather see that. I mean, obviously, if the writing is good, I'll accept any anything, but but yeah, if it was me, just like you, I would rather see that. I would like to see put up a good fight. I want to see a fight I mean, in the, the, D, the D, please. Excuse me, please. D would put up a good fight, and then the cavalry finally does come. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny because in the clip it was it was funny because when they when they said they put out all the hails, uh, uh, what is it? Data says it appears we're all, we're the only cavalry. Yeah, <laughs> that's coming to the rescue. But anyway, yeah. I, when the cavalry arrives, I would assume they would. I can't see how they can't. Then I think it's kind of like you said, the deal put up a really good battle, and it's kind of and as it's getting really you know pounded and stuff. Finally, you know everybody else shows up, you know, or as much as they can find. Yeah, you know that's around, which would be like you know cool if the Voyager showed up and uh, the Defiant and seventeen one A and <laughs> yeah, that, and then and then our initial one and our initial uh, initial dream, if you want, would come come alive because we kind of wanted that and we thought it might happen. It almost yeah. did. We got the D. That's something. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with that. If that's all that happens. And uh, to be fair, all the other we... starships are intact. They don't need the same kind of work that the D did. It was missing half its bloody ship. So yeah, yeah. No now this it. would be the good. This would be the time if they were going to do it. I don't know if they are. This would be the time for Admiral Janeway to finally show up in uh, a ship. Not, she's not going to me. I'm telling you. I'm calling it right now, which is pissing me off. Yeah, I know. I know. Why do I that, keep reading Terry? these little things about? I don't. I don't understand some of the articles that there's only been one or two articles, but they're all saying like, well, Kate Milgo can't show up because she has a contract binding her to Prodigy or something. And I'm, I'm going what? like, what? what? What could that be? I know yeah. I've read this now. I've read it. I've read this. Stupid. Something about some kind of con- contractual something or other that would prevent her from showing up like in something else. So that's why they just name drop. And I'm going like, what kind of a dopey contract is that? So I'm kind of still hoping that that's not true, and she does show up in the end, you know, you know, riding roughshod on the Voyager A. 
or something. Uh, you know, which would be cool. One of the Voyagers, or the original one, because why not? Um, Picard's got his well, D be- again, so why not, mate? Here's the reason why or I seven, don't... Or seven on it. True. Captain Seven. Here's the reason, here's the reason why I don't think we're going to see what we would like to see. Um, you won't see the 1701A or anything at the, at the Fleet Museum enter in because they've already been dry docked now. So there's no weapons. Uh, they can just fly under maybe impulse to move them around or something for the museum. And the insides are the same, but everything else is going to have to have been stripped off, off of it. I no know. No torpedoes. No, I know. No fuel. No dilithium. Well, except for barest minimum. So bum- bummer is, I don't think that's going to happen. Now, if it does, that'd be. I'm not going to argue. That'd be cool as shit. But I don't think so. However, Janeway in the Voyager A is totally possible because we know it exists. Or the B. So it's no doubt about it. You know. B. Yeah. So they're B they're B. there. A, they and B exist, by the way, and they're both. Out at right. the same time, which I've never heard of a starship yeah, before. I want to. I'm not sure if I understand that. That's that's another little can. It's technically it's, possible. You just go. I want to bring in the B before the A, before the A is retired. I don't know. I mean, possible. Uh, just why? If the A is ready. If ready. If the A is ready to be decommissioned. Or getting I close. Yes. So yeah. I mean, yeah. because you don't see, and I'll, I'll just. It doesn't mean I have to correlate it to today, but if I do correlate it to today, you're not going to see two USS Enterprise carriers or two USS New Jersey carriers or two S. You know what I'm saying? Today, it's one gets decommissioned, boom, it's done, and then you get the new one. Yeah, I know we're basing yeah. on that. I know, but I still think this would be the perfect point where Janeway shows up. It would be. I am really praying for it because I think that'd be great. So she she could be in the A getting ready for Prodigy season two, right? And she could even have. Mm-hmm. If she turned up with her uh, little minions in tow, like the real, the live action versions of them, or their CG or something, I don't care. That would just be me, Cloud Cuckoo Land. Or she t- she rocks up in the. I'm, I know I'm talking out my backside here. I don't care. She rocks up in the <laughs> Enterprise G, which is just getting ready. The Enterprise G. And, and we she, see it? Oh, she, that would be too much she's to hope on board. Dude. She's on board, man. That would be too much to hope and for. And Seven rocks up the Voyager. <laughs> seven gets outside and pushing the Voyager, but, you know, anything we need to do. Come C- on. Cisco rocks up in the Defying or something. Like, uh, a, wa- yeah, a wharf yeah, goes now, over. <laughs> wharf goes over. Now we're really world. reaching. <laughs> yeah, it listen, guys, great. we're not on LSD. We're like this all the time without drugs. We That's don't right. need drugs. Um, oh, I'll give you... Uh, all right, I got a new one for you. How about this? This would right. be cool. Again, I don't know if this would happen. But at the end of Prodigy, for everybody that's been watching that, okay, they did mention that the Protostar, which is still around, was going to be kept so that they can start producing more Protostars. Uh, so it's kind of the, you know, whatever, the prototype ship, and then they're going to go from there. Yeah. Well, what's to say, depending on the timeline here, what's to say that they haven't created one or two more Protostars already, right? Yeah. Maybe there's two or three of them, and they all show up at the Borg battle. They should. That would be. They should. That would be cool. Yeah, that would Why be kind of cool because now we're talking about mm, some new technology here. You know, yeah. protostars are running around, and you know, you got the D right there, well, and then it, a couple others start showing up. It's faster. It's not going to have necessarily more ornaments when it's faster. But I mean, I'd That's like to see. You need. Ships. you need speedy ships to pick off, you know, important components. They need and bigger ships to. Great. Let's let's not forget the Enterprise D is not at full strength. Far from it. Now. 
mm-hmm. obviously uh it's designed to have a thousand people on it it was designed right. to have families on it uh so that more people would commit to starfleet because you're away for years at a time and then they sure. scrapped that after because they realized it was a crap idea and i have to agree um <laughs> They should be military ships, kinda. That's kind of or, or or science versions of them. Um, mm-hmm. This is a big ass ship that would need more than the bridge crew to man it, even skeleton wise. You need more than that, even for a, because of the ship of its size and how old it is. Um, but obviously, Jordi caveats that with drones, which, while it's disconnected, Battlestar Galactica esque from the fleet. Um, it needs a lot of internal people to run yeah. it. So these drones with a bit of modern technology are doing it, like the little bots, the little bot things that you've seen repairing yeah. those, they are probably be doing a lot of the work elsewhere so that they can have the best of both worlds, Great, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. the older Starship disconnected, but some of the modern uh, advantages of technology mm-hmm. getting pushed in there. So then they should be able to hold a fight for a while. And I know we're not going to see... This, this breaks my heart a little bit, but I know why. That's the only internal view we are going to see of uh, the Enterprise D. Uh, yeah, because there's no reason it's to It's too see expensive. I would love engineering. I would kill for it. Because Jordy should be down there. Jordy starts up on the bridge early on in his, mm-hmm. his TNG career, but he then moves more down, down to engineering later on. Uh, I'd oh, love to see that, that, but that, he won't be there. Too expensive we'll for once for one scene, mate. You, they, I, spent, I agree. They, they spent I agree. three days on the TNG bridge. It's the Enterprise D bridge. I remember it was in uh, was one of the Levar Burton uh, interviews. They spent three days for the scenes they filmed, actually, and that was value. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't build any other set. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and that makes sense. And I can accept that because you can't get everything, or it'll be too expensive. Exactly. Um, there is there is some precedent though for for the ships being. Uh, partially automated or, or whatever. I remember it was funny. I was watching a clip uh, recently from, I believe it was Star Trek Three, and that's when they stole the Enterprise uh, out of the space dock to go, you know, uh, see like a safe spot. Mm-hmm. And in that was the crew of uh, the seventeen oh one, and they all jump on board seventeen oh eight to be exact. So they all jump on board and they're on the bridge. And then uh, what was it? I forgot who made the comment, but they said. The ship is fully automated. We're ready yes. to go. So obviously it can be, at least to a to a certain degree. But I also agree with, like you said, even if that's the case, you can't go forever without more people manning. Like if something happens in the engine room, you need people to do stuff. And yeah. automation is not going to be able to do it all. I do agree that that the drones make sense and they could probably do something. But you still don't, you still got to have the general direction of a of a of a Geordi or a Scotty or somebody, yeah, you know, yeah. to do it. So it, all that's going to be interesting in this final episode because again, we keep on saying this all the time. Uh, they we we every week we say, "Gosh, I wish the I hope the writers know what they're doing. I hope the writers don't paint themselves into a corner. Uh, I hope the writers can get themselves out of this." And every freaking week, the writers get at themselves out of it, and all logically. Usually with a line that's or two what, of dialogue. That's it. What, whatever it is, whatever <laughs> it takes. And, that, and that's been the thing that you and I and many other fans have been dying for. And, and, and I want to make one other comment. This is a good, a good comment and, and maybe a, a, a knock too. Uh, not on Star Trek. But uh, if you read that article you sent me, and I saw it before too, that uh, Picard has, has now in, or now is number nine 
out of all the streaming yes, that's massive. programming of all of them okay. all of them out of everything that's on that's the air huge. That's, that's, that's streaming and 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 that was back when it was when it was episode four because apparently yeah. according to the article the nielsen's can't be released right away they they tend to be held up for like a month or so or whatever yeah so we won't even know how it's been performing uh, a second time for another however many weeks awesome. but the point is is that if episode four got it to number nine i don't know if you, people out there realize this but that is such a gigantic number because previous to this all the other uh, star trek series all the kurtzman crap as they call it uh basically we're in the, let's face it they're close to the basement i mean there's yeah. no way they could crawl up to top 20 let alone break the 10 yeah okay so it's just not going to happen i think the only the only time this has ever happened somewhat like this was when discovery first came out because everybody was going like oh a new track and then it appeared way up there mm -hmm. and then immediately dropped right back down and there was there was nothing yeah so that's a testament to what and now, now I'm going to give my knock and my and my scream out to some of these people that, the, that were involved or may still be involved at Kurtzman crap, and that is the fact that the fans have been screaming for stuff like this for years. Yeah, they've been screaming for it even as Discovery and other things were going constantly, 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 and they kept on like, oh, we were like we know what's best, you know, and they don't listen to the fans. All of a sudden, the fans finally cracked that that outer shell with the people that are not Kurtzman and Akiva and, Goldsman's and, Strange New Worlds. And, and, and look, you know, I, as I always say, people that like Star Trek and even science fiction in general, but, but especially Star Trek, look, we're, we're not bragging, but we're smarter than the average bear. We're not stupid. And so when we sit there and just go like, you know, look, we know what works. Now, remember when season two of Discovery came out and it certainly wasn't a stellar season, but when you saw when you saw the Enterprise come back and you saw Captain Pike on it, immediately all the fans reacted all in unison and said, "You need to make this a series. These people are too good. It's too strong. We love the Enterprise. We want to we want to see more of Pike, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." And they listened and they put out the series. And until uh, Picard season three came out, Star Trek: New, uh, Strange New Worlds is ruled. You know, as far, yeah. as far as as ratings go and how po and the popularity. Yeah. So okay, now they listen to us. Boom! Strange New Worlds, great, doing great. Love the show. And then they listen to us again, and they put people like Metallus in charge. And then they do a season three that should have been season one. Yeah. A Picard, and they should have done from the very beginning. So hello, we are not idiots. Thank God someone finally listened. It only took 10 well, freaking years. That's why we'll probably get Legacy or something similar at some point because they know they've got a, they've got a, a gold mine on their hands. Environment, so, yeah. you know. Um, and, that, and, that's, and sometimes you sit there and think about this and you go like, now these are supposed to be people that are really smart about this stuff and they know how to make money and they know what the people want and they blah, blah, blah. And yet they, they put out drivel for 10 years. <laughs> And not listen to us. Your your rants are classic. Uh, I have to say, um, I wanted to see where this one went because I was uh, a little bit confused what this had to do with the teaser trailer. But this is what happens when we get animated and we go off in tangents. Mm -hmm. We're just passionate Trekkies. It happens. And that's something, in all seriousness, that we might try and do more specials as we go along because I do want to try and ramp things up a bit. Gray and I were having a conversation about that. And even if it's just 10, 20 minute length episodes on, the state of the current Trek universe and where it's going to go. And do we get Star Trek Legacy? Do we get Section 31? Blah, 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 blah. 
that's stuff we can all talk about because it's talking head video. So, um, sure. Great. I appreciate your passion as always, mate, and your opinion. Uh, we're going to wrap up there uh, longer than usual for a video like this, but way shorter than our usual videos. So it's about norm for <laughs> us, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're really looking forward to finale. It's going to be a long episode review. We're going to absolutely tear it down. Uh, that's the format we do. I may do shorter formats on top of this for future seasons of other things, but for the moment, this is the standard. Uh, but yeah, thank you again. Uh, don't don't forget, mm -hmm. though, that we are on the podcasting platforms as well, whatever one you listen to in audio format. Right. Uh, and you can find The Trekway on uh, the Twitters as well, at The Trekway. And Mr. Gray here as well does a lot of cool entertainment stuff that I co-host with him. Um, and that's uh, Gray's Green Room. Um, and we're doing an episode of that on Wednesday as well. Uh, you can find him on the YouTubes, the podcasts, and the Twitters as well at Gray's Green Room. Um, and forget, last but not least, our uh, friend that we do a lot of gaming podcasts with, Extreme PC UK. You can get him on the YouTubes as well, um, and also on the podcast. So we'll put all that below. So thank you. We will probably see you hopefully again Thursday, if not Friday after, for the finale review. But until then, Gray, thanks for coming along and do your thing, mate. Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.